All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Thursday, January 11th of 2024. Here, looking ahead, we have a four game NBA main slate today. We have a 13 game NHL slate, and golf is already underway here. So, for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sim. This is a show where we go over how to use the Saversim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You'll also get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the SaberSim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But with that said, we're going to jump right in here. Going to get the SaberSim app pulled up. And we are going to start with questions that came in in the Discord, as always. And if you guys have questions, now is a good time to post them in Discord or in the YouTube chat. And we will get to all the questions before the end of the show. Okay, so this one came in uh, yesterday from Zach. I did get back to him just because I wanted to get back to him before uh, the slate yesterday. But it's a good question to cover in general here. So the question is, hi, do you have any links to past video slash tips on the process of building for multiple contests, specifically as it pertains to NBA with late swapping process? Okay, so late swap is a little bit different of a beast here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to get an entries file in here and then I am going to go over to my build and let's just kick off some lineups here. That way we can do a little bit of a demo. So I'm going to do these 500 lineups here. Uh, really it's, it, it comes down to the way that late swap works. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk through two different things here and then give you guys some ideas and tips about how to differentiate them just because we don't have a lot of questions here to start. So happy to uh, give a nice, you know, in-depth demo here. So just waiting for these lineups to finish here, just about wrapped up. Okay. So have my entries file. Let's say that, you know, I'm doing a couple of different contest sims here. Boom, boom. Run my contest sim. So first, I'm going to go through the process of filling your lineups from multiple contest sims, if that's the way you're doing it. So what I would do here is I run my contest sim. I have multiple contest sims set up here. And then I would go and then sort by the contest sim in question here. And then let's say that, you know, I'm playing 20 lineups into this uh, mini max. Then I would go to save. I'm going to uncheck all the contests. I'm going to select the mini max. I'm going to save to my contest here. So how many is that? 25. Bing, bing. 25. Okay, save. Boom, it gets saved to the minimax. Okay, perfect there. So then I'm going to go and do my next one, right? Which is going to be the second one. So then first thing I'm going to do is trash these 25 lineups. That way they don't get reused. It's going to give me a fresh 25. I actually need 60 now. I'm going to switch to my second contest sim. So this would like basically be the process of like going through and and using multiple contest sims to fill your entries. And then I go to the second contest, fill that one now. And then, you know, I'd go on and on for as many contest sims as I had. Okay. So that is like filling multiple contest sims from a uh, single build here. And then when you get into late swap, so when you go to late swap, this is going to be on a contest by contest basis. Okay. So if you late swap all these lineups at once, 
even if you have multiple contest sims, you're not going to be able to differentiate which contest sim is being used when sorting your lineups. So if I wanted to uh, use a specific contest sim for you know this first mini max, then I would have to only late swap that one, and then it would run a late swap for it. I could contest sim it and then fill accordingly. Okay, so that gets a little tough here with late swap. With if you're playing a lot of contests. If you're a crunch for time, which you usually are in late swap here. So um, what I really recommend doing is grouping your contest. So, you know, say I want to do all of my single entries, right? So then I would come in here, I'd click all my single entries. And then what I would do is um, play them all or swap them all together. So then I'm going to basically do all the single entries, maybe even the three max two. And then I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to do that in the late swap window. So I would do it here. I would go through, click them all. And then essentially what I would do is I would pick a contest that I want to be like my proxy contest and say, hey, I'm going to late swap based on, or I'm going to run my contest sim based on this one specific contest, allow that contest sim to be used for all of the contests in this set, and then fill my lineup. So that's the way that I think it works best. Just because you're crunched for time, you know, um, late swapping is, is always better than not late swapping. So you're still taking advantage of that there. Uh, so don't be super, you know, discouraged or upset if you're not going to be able to have time to do them all individually. So those are my best practices, guys, for multiple contest sim filling, for uh, swapping in late swap with, with different sets of lineups. Uh, so that's the way I would recommend doing it. But if you guys have any questions on that, just let me know. All right. Mr. Slim Shaney said... Is it a good idea or necessary to run late swap before the start of every game, or should that only be done in the case of a change in expected lineup? Uh, good question. So I see you're on the ultimate plan here. So uh, one thing with the contest sims, right? If you go into your contest sim settings, you come in and look at any of these, you know, you're going to have these two toggles on automatically. Use live sims if available. Use live field lineups if available. So the field lineups is basically saying, hey, as ownership gets revealed, we are pulling in actual ownership, rebuilding the ownership for the rest of the slate, and then applying that um, to the field lineups that are generated in the contest sim. So that makes the live contest sim more and more accurate as the night goes on. Second thing is here is that we have live sims. So during a slate here, uh, we are seeing how the game is going up to that point. You know, is it a blowout? Who's doing good? Who's doing bad? We're updating their projection through the rest of the game. So I would suggest to run a late swap uh, when you can here. You know, we were talking about this the other day. I'm going to be honest with you guys like about what I do. Uh, I usually don't run a late swap within the first window unless there is news that breaks really because the first game, you know, it says 430, but it really starts like 10 minutes after and then, by the time you actually have to start your late swap process uh, to get any to get it in in time, you know, for me, I usually start about like 10 minutes before. So really, the game has only been playing 10 minutes. You know, we're only like a couple minutes into the game with like starts and stops and, you know, timeouts and fouls. So I don't think that there's usually enough live data within the first 30 minute window to warrant a swap. However, if there is news about later games or about the upcoming game, then I will swap just to take advantage of that news, but I'm not swapping to take advantage of the live sims at that point, right? So that's just an example. Um, however, I would do it for the night games, right? Um, you know, this 5.30 game, it's already like an hour. This this Boston-Milwaukee game's already been playing for a while. Definitely want to take advantage of the live sims at that point, and then definitely for the night game here. So uh, those are my thoughts on, on late swapping here. 
Uh, as the night goes on, I would definitely do it because if you have lineups that are doing good, Saberson is going to further optimize your lineup to get you all the way to first place, to take you all the way across the finish line. So I would 100% uh, recommend doing that. All right, question from Mickey. Question says, I'm doing very well in multi-entry contests, but my single entry lineups seem to come nowhere near cashing even. I run the contest-specific sims the same way. Could I be doing something wrong, or are these harder to hit on? Uh, good question. You know, single entry is just, you just have less entries, and you have less ability um, to spread out. You know, you're, you're limited here. So really, you know, when we were doing our bankroll simulations, um, creating the DFS profit plan, you know, what we found was that, hey, if you're playing a full single entry portfolio, you know, your bankroll needed to go to for 0% bust is a lot higher because the swings are a lot higher in single entry, right? So like in this example, in this single entry portfolio, their bankroll needed to be way higher to have a 0% bust percent. But if you look at the percent of bankroll wagered, it was the lowest out of the three. So in this example, you know, the, the person playing all single entry contests needed to lower the amount of bankroll they played on any given slate and they needed to have a bigger bankroll to withstand the swings. So this is why it's important to have a mix of contests here. Um, and that's why, you know, in the DFS profit plan, we talk about 50 to 75%, 20 max and 150 max, and then 25 to 50% single entry and, and three max, right? Because uh, we want those single entries to be a smaller piece of your portfolio on, on contest selection any given night because of the variance in those contests. So uh, with one entry, you know, a lot can happen. And um, we, I, what you're seeing, you know, I wouldn't say is like anything, uh, prob there's probably nothing wrong there. Um, you know, you're, you're doing well in multi-entry. I'm sure you're using a similar process for both, probably just the variance of single entry. So I wouldn't get too discouraged. All right. Next question here. RB1 said, I'll be playing a few NFL short slates this weekend and often use a strategy that allows me to swap out players as games progress. What is the best way to accomplish this in SaberSim? And can I watch live lineups inside of SaberSim? Thank you. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, if we look ahead to the NFL weekend slate here, going to NFL, going to the weekend, um, you know, let's say you're playing the Saturday to Monday, right? A lot of late swap opportunities. So, First things first is that, you know, these games are going to be more spread out than usual, right? So um, typically here, most of the games should finish before the next game starts. Like we have a 1.30 Cleveland game followed by a 5 p.m. Miami game. You know, it's like three and a half hours. So you should have very good opportunity to understand, you know, what happened in this first game. You know, going back to the live sims from before, SaberSim is going to take that into account, right? So SaberSim is going to know, hey, how did these players do? And then it's going to assign them those fantasy point values when we run the live contest sim. And then it's going to understand what their ownership is. And it's going to rebuild the ownership. So SaberSim, you know, you can see it here like on any past slate. If we go back to uh, just like yesterday's NBA slate, you're going to see this column here called SS Live. So this is the live updating projection here, right? So Shai Gilgis-Alexander, his original projection was 53 points. But as we continue to project him throughout the slate here, you know, he ended up at 46, which is which is the actual score. So they always end up at the actual, but 
this column is live updating throughout the night, projecting the player further and further. So um, that's something to, to be aware of. You know, that is how you can keep up. We also have live contest sim. So if you go to contests and then you go, you know, to any contest that you're playing. So you'll see here in all contests that the sim status for these is all final. So when the game is going, when the slate is active, it's going to say live. So what's going to, when you click into any one of these, it's going to tell you, Hey, this is what we think the live sim ROI is. This is what we think the live win rate is. So these are ways of keeping up with, your lineups and how they're doing in your contest. And then, you know, this is what SaberSim is ultimately doing. Like, Hey, how much of a chance do we think this lineup has to win? How can we optimize it further? Oh, this lineup is doing bad. How can we optimize it to get a higher ROI, which is just getting it across the cash line more often if the lineup's doing bad. So this is all the information we're taking into account when running your contest sims while the slate is active. All right. Interrogator said, if you're not busy with questions, can you run through GeoMean and how to get different? Uh, yeah, man, happy to talk about it here. So so really, Geometric Mean is a form of product ownership that is a little friendlier to work with because when you use product ownership, you get very, very small numbers like 0.000041 or something like that, crazy. So Geometric Mean is a much more usable number. Uh, we have a great tutorial on it here in our help documentation, how do ownership product and ownership geometric mean work? I will plug this here for you uh, while we talk about it, but this is a great four minute video goes through an example between some ownership product ownership, geometric mean shows you how to apply it as a rule, as a post build metric and filter, et cetera here. So I would definitely check that out as a refresher, but, um, but yeah, I mean the formula here, you know, really if like pull something up, So what it is, it is the dupes you're shooting for. So say number of dupes divided by number of entries in your contest in parentheses to the power of one divided by uh, number of players in lineup. So we were doing an example of this yesterday with Rock here. So really like say like, okay, you know, I want, I don't want to play any lineups that are expected for more than 20 dupes. And there are a hundred thousand people in my contest. And in this format, I'm playing NFL showdown and there are six players in a lineup. So then I would do one divided by six. And that is what it would look like uh, this formula, right? And you would plug this into your calculator and you would solve it. It would spit out a number. And then that number here, is what you're going to plug into SaberSim when you go to set your rule, right? So lineup rules, you know, you go to add new rule, you go to aggregate, you know, and then you go to my own. Geo mean, no more than, and then when you do it on the calculator, it's going to be like point, you know, 2827. When you do it in SaberSim, just round the decimals and then it'll be 28.27. And then you just round the decimal and then you put it in here. So you can do it as a rule, you could do it uh, by creating a custom metric here. So then what that would look like, I'll go back to today because I already built lineups. So you go to your sorting metrics here. I already have one created, uh, but you go to add new metric. You can name it whatever you want. I like to name mine GeoMean. Go to my own geo product GeoMean, and then you go to value. So the value is going to look at the actual ownerships of the players and then calculate that formula for you here. So 
going to do that here, going to spit out a number. So the Geomino, this one is 32 uh, point something or flat here. I'm not, not really sure, but that is how it works. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Anthony said, if you adjust the total in-game, for example, Lakers 119.3 to a higher amount, is that adjusting the projections of the players? Uh, yeah, it absolutely is. So if I were to go here uh, to just a fresh build, close this, go to team stacks, you know, if I go to the Lakers here, increase them by, you know, uh, I don't know, two points. Okay, when I hit apply changes to game, so remember, this is going to have an effect on the entire game, not just the Lakers. And I can see this by going and clicking on the Lakers. Okay, you know, their projections increase. That's pretty uh, expected here. And then if I go over to Phoenix, it's going to have an effect on Phoenix as well. So what's happening here is that, you know, the, the, the team totals that you see originally are the mean team totals for both teams in the game. Now, when you adjust it, what we're going to do is we are going to start discarding Sims on opposite sides of the spectrum. So if you're increasing the score, we're going to start discarding some of the lowest scoring Sims. If you're lowering the score, we're going to start discarding some of the highest scoring Sims until we can achieve uh, the new team totals that you've set. So you are essentially filtering down the Sim pool here to say like, hey, you know, we have 5,000 Sims. Maybe we had to drop 250 to get to the new team totals and then the projections are going to update and then we're going to use those sims as your available sims to pull from when building your lineups mm -hmm. so that is how adjusting team totals works all right question from north shore can you go over how to use the favorites tab specifically how many lineups can you save and can you save from different builds also i'm trying to diversify my portfolio and, and maxing out many uniques, but I'm still getting a lot of chalky lineups. This is okay, but I would like to play some contrarian lineups. Do you have any suggestions in that process? Okay, yeah, sure. So uh, what I would do here is, you know, say I'm playing a 20 max, right? And I want to build two different sets of 10 lineups. So what I would do here, come in, build 10 lineups. Once I'm happy with the lineups, I'm going to use the star icon. So right now you can see the favorites is grayed out. I can't even click on it. When I click the star... These 10 lineups are going to go to the favorites tab. It's going to become active. The wording come, becomes white. The star becomes green. If I click on this and then I come in here, I open up my lineups pane. Boom, I have 10 lineups. Now I can do the same thing from build two here, build lineups, send them to favorites. Then I would have 20 in here. Then I can go to save to my contest and then fill my lineups accordingly. So that is how you use the favorites tab. Now, second part of the question, you know, I would like to play some more contrarian lineups. Uh, you know, honestly, I mean, if the lineups aren't looking like what you want them to look like, you know, you can just set a rule. You know, if you want to lower the sub ownership of the lineups, like, hey, you know, go to lineup rules, go to aggregate, you know, my own some less, uh, no more than, you know, X. And you can use a default build as like a guide rail to just be like, hey, you know, how much ownership am I getting? And then, you know, um, don't be afraid to go back and forth with this. So set a rule, set a number, build some lineups. What do they look like? Okay. Come in and adjust it. Okay. Build another set of lineups, you know, rebuild and just do a little bit of a trial and error process. So not a particular way to just do that once, do it right. Uh, you know, going to take a little bit of massaging to get that all worked out, but that, that, that would be my suggestion. RB1 said, thanks for the late swap answer. So the mechanics of actually making the swap was probably covered earlier in this session. I seem to have issues uploading the late swap lineups once the games start. Uh, so what I would do, guys, is that, you know, say you're late swapping, right? You build some lineups. You go to a late swap. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna swap here. So 
So first thing that I'm going to do when I when I come back to Saber Team after games log is I'm going to refresh the projections, right? I'm going to make sure projection timestamps are updated. Uh, what I could even do is come to the players whose games have already started, see if they're grayed out, right? Like, are all these players grayed out? Um, letting me know that they're locked. And then I'm going to go to my swap icon. You could use defaults or you could clone. Both options are fine. Then I'm going to hit late swap my contest here. I'm going to, you know, make sure one more time that everything looks good. You know, lock players are locked, etc. I'm going to build my lineups and then I'm going to fill them you know, and then I'm going to upload them to the site. So I think like the biggest thing here is always making sure that you're refreshing, making sure when you open up a late swap that the projections are updated and everything looks good. You know, um, I, I don't seem to have any problems doing this here. So I think it like might be a little bit of user error. Uh, but if you think that you're running into an issue that you shouldn't be running into, then you can go to the top right corner, use report a problem, let our team know what you're experiencing, and then we'll be uh, able to troubleshoot further and let you know what we find. But with that said, we're all caught up on questions in both the Office Hours channel and the YouTube chat. So appreciate you guys tuning in here. Good luck in all of your DFS contests today. We'll be right back here tomorrow, Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. It is It will be our last show of the week. We do the show Monday through Friday. So if you guys have questions ahead of the weekend, then tomorrow is the day to get those questions in and get those questions answered. So until then, guys, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.